Hello and welcome to K-Pop Companion, where each week we'll take a deep dive into one Korean pop song, why I like it a lot, and how you can branch out from there. This is the final episode of the first season. I am your host, Evan Walsh. This episode is about Dionysus, a song released by BTS on April 12th, 2019. BTS is a boy group that debuted on June 12th, 2013 with seven members. They're known for their genre blending and their earnest message about self-love and introspection. They've become the biggest K-pop group in the world and have broken countless records. Today's song, Dionysus, is off of their sixth mini-album titled Map of the Soul, Persona. Now that you know all that, let's listen to the beginning. So, talk about a really huge and powerful intro there. This is a huge and powerful song, which I will talk about more uh, later. But, yeah, you've got an old-school hip-hop style uh, sample here. Uh, it sounds like it you know, came off a record from the 70s or something like that. And that totally fits in with everything BTS has done before this. If you've only heard their singles... You may think they are a very pop-oriented group that has hip-hop elements, but they were originally conceived as a hip-hop group. So there are hip-hop elements, rap elements, throughout all of their music, even their more down-tempo or, uh, or chill music uh, has hip-hop elements. So uh, keep an ear out for how they, they weave that identity throughout this whole song compared to other K-pop groups. Um, there's also some acoustic drums in this, uh, and they're used very impressively and, uh, they're very punchy and, uh, you know, intense here. And it's a very epic sounding intro and you know, it's going into something big. So let's see how the first verse goes. <laughs> So those acoustic drums are pounding out this marching beat that's pulling us forward. And then RM, his flow here in this verse, is uh, pretty straightforward. He is just going with the beat, doing something pretty uh, typical, what you'd expect. And then he switches it up a little bit partway through, and then he resets and he does it again. And you've also got plenty of sample hits in the background, mostly vocal stuff going on, but there's going to be little audio samples throughout this whole thing. This is produced almost like a, a modern pop track meets a modern rock track meets old school hip hop. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. We'll talk more about uh, that later. Uh, you've also got some samples that sound like uh, an electric piano. And uh, again, another recurring element. <laughs> they take these elements to this song and they evolve them, but they're still the, the same 
type of thing. And that's really cool. So, and this is all on top of what sounds like an electric bass to me. <laughs> There's maybe some electric guitar work later, but a lot of bass work. And it's a very rock-oriented song in a, a stealthy kind of way. I think the acoustic drums fit in with that as well, where in pop music you would expect the drums to be synthesized, to be electronic to some degree, but these are very punchy acoustic drums. So, you know what's coming next. We had an intro, we had a verse, we gotta have a pre-chorus, and uh, it's a really exciting one. Hang out with the ghetto with the party, yeah. Tell me that the ghetto with the party, yeah. Sing it, pull up, that's a drink, my show, that's all in Dubai town. Oh, I hate to cut it off right there. <laughs> I mean, I say that, I've said that before in this series, uh, but man, just cutting it off right before that chorus sucks. But I want to cover this because the chorus is so huge. Uh, there's a lot of vocal doubling going on here. A lot of vocal layering. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think if you want to hear what BTS sounds like, just their raw vocals, just, you know, not a lot of trickery going on. This isn't the song, unfortunately. They are very, very skilled, but there's a lot of production being done to their voices, but it is all in service of the vibe they're going for. So, Jimin asks, where the party at? And uh, it's here. It's right here. It's this song. Oh, man. It's about to kick off in a major way. But uh, you've got an electric guitar going for it in the background there in the latter part of this uh, pre-chorus. But the whole time you've got this growling uh, electric bass guitar going on. And uh, it sort of increase and decrease the, the distortion of that, uh, you know, on that bass uh, throughout the song. And you've got some drum fills that lead us into this thumping bass drum in the latter part of this pre-chorus. And uh, some guitar soloing, almost, that's mixed really... It's really, really low in the mix. And uh, <laughs> you almost think, like, why is it there? But uh, they want the vocals to stand alone, to be at the forefront, but you still need that vibe in the background. So I, I think it's it's okay. <laughs> to mix that guitar uh, really quiet. And uh, you've also got these sustained vocals from Jin interwoven with J-Hope's biting rap. And it's, it's a neat call and response, which is another concept that they're going to keep using throughout this song. So listen to that. One member doing something, one member doing something right after them, and then going back and forth. So... I know you want to hear this chorus. I hope you want to hear this chorus. You got to hear this chorus, okay? Now, I'll admit, I could have broken that up into chorus and post-chorus, but I wanted to talk about it as a unit here. So, 
the marching drumbeat is back and that snare is hitting so hard. And with the vocals, we get a heavy use of repetition. It almost puts you into like a trance-like state there. And it's one of the things about this chorus that grabbed me immediately. When I heard this, I'd been wanting to do a BTS song to close out the series. Or, (laughs) not the series, sorry, uh, this season. And I just, I couldn't quite figure out which one I wanted to cover. I didn't want to do one of their big singles that you may have already heard. Especially because this show is targeted targeted towards casual K-pop fans or people new to it. So I was really struggling. But then I heard this when their new mini album came out. And I just was blown away. This chorus. Oh my goodness. Uh, The intro samples are back. They're woven in with, uh, you know, these really intense uh, vocals. And you've got lots of call and response here. Like I said, big recurring element. And then sometimes it's a sustained almost drone. And then other times the, uh, the vocal elements are just a quick high-pitched stinger. Especially here in the latter part of the chorus. Uh, I just, oh man, it's so good. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll have a couple more choruses to talk about, so I don't want to exhaust uh, all of my talking points here. So, let's talk about this second verse. The intense auto-tune is here to stay, and I love it. You've, uh, again, noticed there's a lot more rap uh, in these verses, uh, and there's an almost perfect balance here between the typical pop vocals at the front, and then we get some braggadocious rapping at the back end. There's a fun swing to the vocal delivery here, uh, and to J-Hope's rap here at the the end of that verse. the song is talking about getting intoxicated by art and sort of giving yourself over to it in the face of critics and pressure from the outside and, you know, from yourself. So, uh, yeah, it makes sense for there to be a fun uh, sort of swing there. And there's also a little shout out to the, uh, the bass drum there at the uh, end of the verse, you know. Maybe my favorite instrument in the typical uh, pop arena. Anyway, uh, not a ton to say about that verse, but uh, this pre-chorus. Man, the layering of all the vocals there in that pre-chorus is amazing. The The production of the song is so inspirational. As somebody that's done some music production and done it very badly, this makes me really want to... makes me not only want to keep working at producing music, but to just do things that are more complex and more interesting. 
you know, they've taken the formula of a pop song here, and while they're sticking to the same basic structure, they're just doing incredible things with the production. Um, the song here, it's talking about, you know, the criticism, as I've mentioned before, that an artist faces from outside and from within. And I think we all know when it comes to doing creative work or doing things that we're passionate about, you know, we can be our own worst enemy, our own worst critic. I know uh, during the production of this show, you know, I've, uh, I've thought about things I wanted to change, things that uh, I could do better. And uh, sometimes, you know, you can get in your head about those sorts of things, you know, getting too focused on what is going wrong and not what's going right and not just giving yourself over to it and enjoying it. And um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do more is just focus on what I like and focusing on the positive things and not getting overwhelmed. So, uh, yeah, you got to shrug it off, and that's what BTS is doing before they go into this really big chorus. Again, I mean, why not? So the choreography for the chorus of the song is really fun, and I encourage you to check out a link that I'll put in the show notes uh, where you can see that choreography because uh, at this point they're all sort of swaying back and forth at the beginning while miming holding a beer mug in their hand. And they, they do some other stuff involving, you know, maybe a, a headache or a hangover sort of thing. Uh, that's uh, It's just fun to watch. And uh, I encourage you to look at live performances of any of these songs that we cover. A lot of them do. This is interesting because it is not a, uh, a single, but they still performed it many, many times on Korean television. So that's, uh, that's great. Oh, uh, quick note. Um <laughs> You know, this is not an endorsement of drinking if you are underage. Uh, you know, talk to your parents before you drink any alcohol and uh, see what they have to say. Um, <laughs> shout out to all the under 21 listeners or whatever your country's legal drinking age is. So anyway, uh, this is one of those songs that just makes me feel so powerful. And it makes me feel like I can do anything because it is just like, ah, oh, that that like marching vibe it's just going forward like it's a it's a recurring thing in in pop songs that i like uh you may have heard me say something similar about other songs in this uh season but yeah that marching driving beat here is just so so good and i've heard it and seen it uh compared online to almost an anime opening theme song uh, to the point where somebody laid it over the opening credits of the anime Attack on Titan, and it actually uh, kind of worked. Um, I think one thing you see in Japanese music uh, is that rock is a much bigger thing there. The pop rock genre is it's it's a lot bigger than it is in South Korea, but uh, that doesn't mean that South Korean music can't use pop rock elements and that's what's happening here and i encourage more groups to use those rock elements i think 
it's natural if you look at the history of music in the United States, uh, <laughs> you know, since like the, the 70s, we as a culture have gone back and forth on rock music. Rock is currently on the outs to some degree, but I think it's, I think it's working its way back in. Uh, but I, for one, welcome our electronic dance music overlords. Uh, <laughs> so we're about to get into the bridge where, of course, things will change up. And there's one member of BTS, Suga, that we have not heard much from yet. So let's see what he has to say. <laughs> So we've got an old school drum machine beat, which is one of my favorite things. I love the sound of those old school, you know, Roland drum machines. Uh, it's um, it's a lot of fun, and along with that, we get Suga's very almost drunken, you know, slurring style of delivery here, and it emphasizes the auto-tuneness on his voice. It reminds me of the mumble rap style that uh, first came into vogue here in the United States uh, a few years ago, and now we're in sort of a post-mumble rap world. But um, you've also got some muted samples from earlier in the background, but it is much more electronic in this part. However, you've also got some electronic piano, or sorry, electric piano, that's probably what you'd say. Uh, it sounds a little different, and it's so subtle you almost miss it, which I think is a lot of this song, and I encourage you to listen back to this song in its entirety on your own and see if you pick up anything that I may have missed, because with the amount of complexity going on here, yeah, there's definitely something I missed. And uh, I think that's a lot of the fun of music, is what stands out to me may not stand out to you. And uh, that's some of the feedback I've gotten from people about the show is help them catch things, but then they would point out something that I didn't hear. So you've also got some, uh, some sirens, and it's uh, leading us into this final chorus here. So um, let's check it out. You ready for this? I'm ready to get hyped up. In that, you had a crazy beat. It was going crazy there with the kick drum, and it makes me want to learn how to play drums just so I could play along with this song. I know it was not very complex, but it still sounds so, so fun to play. You've got that growling bass in the background and huge soaring, almost, 
electric guitar-like vocals going on there. And it shows you that BTS knows how to do the big crescendo, and that's what they've done. They've really put a nice bow on this huge and powerful track, and I hope you enjoyed it. So the question that remains is, where do you go from here? Well, if you want to hear more from BTS and hear a song that was a hit single from years ago, but was not uh, promoted in the U.S. as heavily as their singles are these days, I recommend Run. If you want to hear from another boy group, and especially one we've already talked about at the very beginning of this season, and have some uh, acoustic elements or some uh, typical uh, rock instrument elements, try Exo's Coco Bop. If you'd like to hear from another pretty popular boy group, but one of more of a typical pop, typical electronic edge with some really interesting production, try Look by GOT7. And finally, if you'd like to hear from BTS's label mate and uh, you want to hear their most recent song, which has that same interplay between vocals and, and rap and uh, with a, a lot of, again, interesting production, try Cat and Dog by Tomorrow X Together. And with that, we have come to the end of our time this week. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. I'm glad I could share the song with you that you may have missed if you were only catching BTS and their recent music from their television appearances. I encourage you to listen to the entire mini-album that it was off of. It's available on all streaming services, including Spotify, where you can find a playlist of all the songs I've discussed You can also find links to each individual song in the show notes, in the summary, in the description, whatever your podcast client calls it, that's where it is. So it's been a lot of fun making these shows for you all, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to them. 
I hope you've heard me improve. <laughs> I hope they've gotten better over time or at least consistently okay. And I look forward to working on the next season here. And um, I think I'm going to be really ambitious and say that season two is going to begin next Tuesday. So that means, oh, there's my cat at the door. He's telling me it's time to be done recording. <laughs> I'm almost there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say we're, we're not going to take a break. I was thinking about it, but um, I think to keep my momentum and to keep the content coming to you on a regular schedule, we're going to say next Tuesday is the beginning of season two. We'll be covering a number of songs to be determined. I, uh, I want to give you that expectation, so if I decide to discontinue the show, that you will know, and it will not be a big surprise. It will not just fade off into the ether. You will at least have some resolution. But I don't plan on ending yet. So come back next week and listen to me talk about something, another song, maybe other things. We're going to see what we can do about the format I don't know. What if I had somebody else on here? Hmm. That would be interesting. Anyway, uh, if you want to learn more about the show, you want to find information about all the other episodes, now that the season is over, go to kpopcompanion.com. There's links to all the episodes, all the show notes, everything about the show is on there. If you want to contact me, let me know how the show is going. Let me know... How you enjoy this season? Well, you have two options. One. Sorry, I'm getting a little casual. Just taking a drink. Uh, one. You can send an email to podcast at kpopcompanion.com. Two. You can go to Twitter. Twitter.com slash kpopcompanion. Or just send a message to at kpopcompanion. No spaces in that handle, in that username. You already knew that, probably. Anyway, uh, and if you could go to iTunes, leave a review for the show, I would be so excited. If you could tell your friends about the show, get them hyped for season two. You know, <laughs> K-pop companion fever is, uh, is sweeping the nation, and you can be a part of that by telling your friends, because that is the best way to get the word out about the show. Anyway, uh, this ending segment has gone on too long. I'm the kind of person that would maybe skip this part. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll wrap it up here. So thank you so much for listening. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor to be in your ears. And I look forward to being back next week.